0: podcast where we cover everything from social events to world issues. Our weekly episodes provide unfiltered commentary on the hottest topics in pop culture. This is another Politics as Usual interview segment with your host Reno in the Building. And I got my special guest with me, Ghana's number one blogger. How you doing today, brother? What's goody? Thanks, what's man. goody? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I was just a little under the weather. I am getting better. So, you know, apologies for that five o'clock look. <laughs> nah, it's all good. We appreciate that you still came through. So, um, just to let the listeners who don't know you, can you just tell them a little bit about who you are and what exactly it is that you do?
1: Okay. As you heard, from the host. I'm Ghana's number one blogger, you know, within the name says itself. um, I'm a blogger. I've been doing it for like 13 plus years. And basically, case in point, I started with uh, blogging about sports and then I moved on more to the entertainment aspect of things with what's going on on the continent of Africa and uh, specifically like countries like what's going on in Ghana, Nigeria,
0: South Africa. That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. What inspired you to create a platform like that? Um,
1: I would say it happened by accident. It was uh, Ghana's number one blogger was born out of uh, heartbreak. Explain. Basically. Let me hear this. Let me hear this. So basically, um, the beginning of Ghana's number one blogger all happened because, you know, a woman broke my heart. So it's like, remember, in that phase, you get depressed
0: and yep. you know,
1: going through a lot of stuff. So I figured, you know what, why don't I find something that would allow me to take my mind off what happened and also allow me to heal in the process and have an outlet for something?
0: And blogging was born. Okay, okay. I was very interested in your story because there's a lot of misconceptions with Africa. And off-air, me and you talk about these things all the time. Okay. And I see that you blog about, yes, you blog about like some of the trials and the turmoil that's going down in Africa, but you also highlight a lot of the, the luxury aspects and a lot of like the beautiful scenery. Because if you watch your average World Vision commercial, That is like your average person who isn't from from the culture's interpretation of what Africa is. They would be shocked to see people driving around in a Rolls Royce or, you know what I mean, a Range Rover or anything of that nature. You know what I mean? So it's just I thought it was super dope that you tapped into that aspect of what Africa is because a lot of people have many misconceptions about what Africa is. So did you... Did you do? Did you purposely do that, or did you just find yourself? You kind of stumbled into highlighting both aspects of it, or did you consciously know that it was not being touched enough, and you felt the need to bring a bring light to that? Um, I would say
1: originally, I stumbled into it, but yeah. as time went on, I realized that I needed to highlight those special things that made Africa Africa. Case in point, Western ideology or western society so to speak does a really good job of painting the continent as um, some dark dusty road pitch something yeah. that is like the ugly duckling of so course. i felt like me as ghana's number one blogger it's my duty to change the narrative as being an african via ghana to be like hey y'all look what y'all see on world vision is not as such a lot Mm -hmm. of the images you all are seeing are dated back to the 90s and x y and z but then the beautiful thing is it's like because i'm one within one of the various cultures in africa i said hey why don't i use my platform for positive change and also to make really people see the light and be like yo that's what's really going on in africa the stuff we've seen in the commercials
0: quote-unquote, is not so. I know. I'm, I'm even guilty of it, me being of Caribbean and African descent. I grew up with my mother, which was the Caribbean side, so I wasn't as tapped into the African side until later on in life, right? And I had a lot of those misconceptions. Like, my, my father wanted to bring me to Ghana at one point, and I didn't necessarily not want to go, but in my mind, I was thinking when I do go, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be dusty roads everywhere. But whenever he would talk about Ghana, he would always talk about it like we have a beautiful home down there. It's a great community. And I used to be very confused because I'm like, this is not what I'm seeing on my TV screen when they depict Ghana or Africa in general. And not to say that there's not a lot of crazy things happening like in Sierra Leone with the blood diamonds and all those type of things. There is a lot of crazy things happening down there, especially from a a government standpoint. You know what I mean? Especially from the systems. But Ghana's been, it's very uh, uh, democratic. So it's like, there's some places that are dealing with a lot more turmoil and other places that aren't, just like in America, just like in Canada. There's some good places and there's some bad places, right? So like, I was just super impressed that you touched on that aspect of things
1: well the way i look at it is if i don't who will because especially being born and raised in toronto um you see things differently although you know you were born in the western culture Mm -hmm. i was very fortunate to be going to ghana from like the age of nine so i got to see both sides and i said hey look yes i live in toronto yes toronto is a beautiful place but hey we have some bad things going on here, too. So of I said, course. Like, why don't I just merge the two and show people, like, you know what? The life you can live in Toronto, you can definitely live that same life
0: in Ghana. So you being someone who has gone to Ghana several times in your life, how did you feel about the year of return? Honest opinions here. How did you feel about it? You, you, you want to know something? I
1: actually did an interview last year, I believe. Maybe you saw it. Shout out to Dot and I. Um, I said, point blank, the year of return was garbage. I said it. And a lot of people okay. gave me heck. Okay. A lot of people gave me heck, but I got to tell the truth. I feel like the problem with the year of return is it didn't highlight Ghana the way it was supposed to. The majority of the events were going on in the capital city, which is Accra. Yes. And it was more party party party. It wasn't okay, let's see the history. Let's see what's going on. The hustle and bustle. Just different different things the Ministry of Tourism in Ghana could have done. Mm-hmm. But to me I'm just like if you're going to do party party
0: party, you don't get the true essence of being in Ghana. That that's true. It's essentially like going to Africa and staying at a resort all day. Thank you very much. Just way, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, cuz my brother always says that you never went somewhere if you just stayed at the resort the whole time you were there. I agree. So in, in many ways, I, I completely understand what you're saying. But are you, are you happy that they're shedding more of a light on Africa as a whole? Or do you feel it's a double-edged sword because of that?
1: I mean, you know, you know me. I always spit it around. I always tell the truth. Yes, it's a good thing that eyes are on Ghana, because Mm. let's be honest, Ghana is the gateway to Africa, but I feel also at the same time, it also makes a lot of the locals lose up, because the problem is now with expansion of building and all that stuff, it will cause um, a lot of the regular things that people would buy and cost of living to go up. and if you're a local yes exactly and if Mm. you're a local you're not going to be able to tap into those regular things that Mm. you know you usually had before because of quote-unquote the foreign movement within
0: Tagana got you got you No, that 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 makes sense that definitely makes sense The, the reason why I was led into asking you that is because um I've even noticed the African drill scene. They have a music scene that's, that's heavily bumping. Yeah. Even, even outside of just drill, you got uh, Burna Boy, who just brought in a Grammy. Yup. Shout out bow, to bang, him. Bow. Shout out to him for sure. Um, I believe, and, and, and let me know if I'm wrong here, didn't WizKid collect one with Blue Ivy and Beyonce on that record too? Yes, and Tiwa Savage. Yeah. yeah. And Tomi Kuti. Like, thank you, thank you. So with that being said, are you happy about seeing these things come to light? Because like, the entertainment industry in Africa, especially from a music standpoint, is bubbling right now. hmm Heavily. From the drill to the melodic to the, the super rap like medi medical. You know what I mean? You got yeah, people that yeah, AMG I, business. come on. I'm I'm tapped in. I be paying attention. So there's a lot of dudes that are really pushing the culture right now. So are you happy to see that? Aside, yes, there's 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 pros and cons, like you just touched yeah. on. But are you happy that you know we're we're starting to kind of get our just do, in some in some ways. In some mm-hmm. ways, how do you feel about that? To be honest,
1: I'm happy to see it. Because now it's like, I feel like the world is seeing what I've been playing on my um, my, Apple, my Apple iPod for the past how many years? Yeah. Because with me, what it was, was probably, I think 2007, 2008 is when I really tapped into the African continent really hard and listening to different genres of music. Mm-hmm. And especially with the new wave right now, a lot of people don't realize the Ghana drill scene, you know how um every genre has a name
0: yeah the
1: specific the pers- uh the specific name for the ghana is actually called asaka that's what it's called
0: asaka exactly yeah man all my africans are gonna butcher me my african is so bad my african is so bad i attempted it though <laughs> i attempt i tried a thing y'all i try to thing um that's, I think that's dope. That's super dope to see. Like, seeing them collecting Grammys. and, yeah. and doing Shout out, out to Yao Tug, man. Straight out of Kumerica, man. That's my yes, Kumerica. Definitely shout out to those guys. They um I believe they just did a record with uh, Stormzy. They did a actually, remix. Yeah. They did a one remix. Guy,
1: one guy out of the uh, collective. Because people think Asaka's is a group. But it's actually just a bunch of collectives that actually came together. And uh, shout out to Yao Tug that actually did the remix with uh, Stormzy. Everybody knows who Stormzy is. Of course. And the one the only, Kwasi Arthur from Ground Up Challenge.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So with your platform, what are some of the things that you have in store and that you are planning for the future to just put more of a highlight on Ghana and Africa as a whole? You know, honestly, I appreciate you asking me this question. Um, What I've
1: noticed is, especially doing this for the past 13 years, I focus more a lot of the content on what's going on out there. But what I realized is I want to focus more on um, personal content that I produce. So what I basically mean by that is a lot of people have been complaining that they haven't seen my face a lot. They haven't heard my voice a lot. So I said, how about... I just put out content of me, myself, and I actually talking about what's going on on the continent. And not just talking about it, but actually being on the ground floor to
0: mm-hmm. show people, hey, this is what's going on. I'm with you on that. That's actually part of why I even interviewed you, because I believe you don't show your face enough. And you put me on to a lot of the things that are happening in Ghana. Like, I, I, I look at your blog and you, you post daily. So I see a lot of the stuff that you put out and it puts me onto what's going on out there. And I'm like, oh, shoot. I didn't know that this area looked like this. I didn't know that this music scene was blowing up the way it is. You know what I mean? So, consistency is king. Of course, of course. Even with this podcast, I've learned that consistency is the number one thing. But with you mentioning that, what would you say are some of the trials and tribulations you've had to go through to help <laughs> produce this content and stay consistent because consistency is never an easy thing. So what are some uh, of the things you went through, the bumps and bruises you had to deal with on this journey of building the platform? is number yeah. 1 blogger. Talk to me. You know what's funny? A lot
1: of people have told me that my content is way too clean. So to them, it's just like, oh, it doesn't have enough sexism and all that stuff. But to me, I'm just... I'm just a realist. I'm going to do it how it is. But mm-hmm. what I realized is is that I think I became too serious with it. So over time, I started opening up a little bit and, you know, adding a few more things. I won't say that I'm. Um, my content is like a lot of the other bloggers out there that kind of put out material that's not benefiting the uh, the continent. It's more yes. one of those things of, hey, guys, look what I can do type of thing. And yeah. putting out, you know, all the unnecessary news. Gotcha. What I would definitely say about me is more, I've just opened up and realized, hey, you know, you don't have to be so, so um, serious. Like sometimes you can it. get playful from time to time. And I noticed that that has definitely helped me to break barriers break barriers in a sense where people are starting to realize okay you know what there's more to it because I'll talk about inventions I'll talk about as you said a lot of different uh, music genres even all the way down to be like hey guys these are new areas that you know things are being built check out the amenities
0: check out life on this side also that's very true. I wanted because you actually brought up that I wanted to ask you, how how do you feel about returning back home? This because there's a, there's been a whole push with the with the year of return. There's been a huge push of getting back to your roots and and living in Africa. Do you think that is actually feasible for your your average person if they set aside enough money? Is the economy And let's just use Ghana, for example, here, because you you made me talk about Ghana. Of course, you talk about all of Africa, but let's use Ghana as an example. Do you feel that the economy is starting to get to a level where it makes sense to invest in in Ghana? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, most definitely, because I feel like there are different types of industries in Ghana that you know you could go in there and definitely make a fortune as long as you're somebody that has the ability to do research um, make the necessary connections and do what is needed I don't think you will have an issue because let's be honest in anything you do in life if you don't prepare you o- you're always going to prepare
0: to fail that's true that's that that's always true I um I want to ask for the people for like your average person, someone like me who's never been to Africa and they want to invest in Africa, what would you what would you say they should do first?
1: Hmm. you know, I've haven't been asked this question before, but there's many different areas that I've I've looked into, and I say, like, you know, it's a home run. I would say definitely. Always go for a solution-based business. You can't lose with a
0: solution-based business, right? Solve a problem. They always say yes. that. They always yes. say that. Yep. That's, I'm with that. I'm with that. I'm the, how do you feel about real estate too? Oh, real estate
1: is a huge thing. It's booming because think about something. People are always going to want a place to live. Mm-hmm. People always are talking about location, location, location. It's not just... Uh, real estate people people are always looking at something about let's just say proximity to the airport um, what amenities can they get the x y and z um, just as we said Ghana is a growing uh, has is a has a growing economy um, right now the real estate market is huge and I would tell people to go invest into that market because think about it you buy land, you buy a plot, x, y, and z. Mm. Think about it over time that uh, the the land is going to be um, it 's going to increase in value over time, of just course. like here. Think about it, of course, you buy a, a plot of land within an area, and then all of a sudden they start building a mall beside it, eateries and all that stuff that 's going to cause the price of the area to even go up, as you yep. see, as you know.
0: It appreciates in value, of course. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with it's you. It's not like a car. Yeah, that depreciates once you drive it off the lot. Off the lot. A lot of people don't even know that. Once you drive that car off the lot, it's already gone down a considerable amount.
1: You might as well lease if you have a business, but yeah, that's a little nugget for y'all. Yeah, you that's, a,
0: that. that's a whole other podcast. They're not ready for those ones. Those jewels. No. Were, um. So with everything that's been going on, this whole COVID-19 and staying consistent through this, where do you see, once, once things open up, because you had mentioned you want to go back home, mm-hmm. what are some of the things you plan on doing when you go back home? Do you plan on working with any influencers down there, collaborations? What, what, is, what is the next step for Ghana's number one blogger when he gets back home to Ghana? You know, it's beautiful you asked me this question.
1: Um, Ghana's number one blogger has been networking for forever in the day. And uh, as soon as I get out there, it's going to be work, 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 work. I I will have my time to rest. This is true. But understand this. Ghana's number one blogger is going to ping Ghana Red. Like, I'm literally going to be everywhere. Tell them to the point where they get sick of me because right now I know they heard the name and they're still probably confused as to what's the face behind it. But yeah. when I get down there, you best believe
0: Ghana's number one blogger is going to be in every region possible. Okay. I love it. I love it. Hopefully I could get down there too. When, when you're on that trip, cause I got some content ideas that we'll talk about off air. For sure. They're not ready for those ones, but um, nah, they're ain't ready. they ain't they're ready. not ready for all of that. But that that's that's amazing to see. Um, Ghana as a whole, Africa as a whole. I remember as a time when I was younger, like you said, you were African, and people kind of looked at you, like, you know what the I fuck? mean? Oh, uh, you're African? Like, I remember there used to be such a stigma when it came to African heritage, even among, because me being Caribbean and African, which if you go into the deep history, it's all African, but that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. I found that there's uh, a bit of separation between the two cultures. Maybe maybe not so much now as back in the days, but I found that there used to be a lot of like, if you told a Caribbean, hey, you're of African descent, be, no, I'm not African. I'm not <laughs> Caribbean. I'm Jamaican. I'm, I'm from Dominica. I'm from Guyana or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? They'd be so quick to denounce where they came from, and slavery has a lot to do with it, you know what I mean? Self-hate has a lot to do with it,
1: but I'm just happy
0: say. to see that people like me and you can now jump on, pla- on our own platforms respectively and push push the narrative that there's more unity among people that look the same. Cause this- but I
1: wouldn't say but I wouldn't say push the narrative. I would say now we're in control of the narrative. I
0: like that. I, I, I like that. We're in control of the narrative, is what you said. Yes. I like that. Because it pushing. It, it, you know what? The reason why I, I agree with that is because of all the things we talked about. All the mm-hmm. things that have changed. Like, a, an, an Af- Africans winning Grammys and all this type of stuff was not a thing even three to four years ago that wasn't a Well, thing. well
1: technically, I have to disagree with you. Okay. Um, I would say the aspect the aspect of an Afrobeats artist winning a grammy was uncommon but if you look back at like shout out to angelique kijo who has won four grammy awards alone to her name i think more of what it is now is quote unquote the popular music in africa not to knock the old schoolers with the francophone music with the coupé de calais and you know the different forms palm wine music Mm-hmm. You know, high life and hip life. It's just what it is now. Is that just as Burner Boy said? Shout out to him. He's like, finally, you know, his age group, his you know, his age peers are finally seeing that. Yo, we're what's next in Africa, and it's like, yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and I and I love that you corrected me on that, and that even goes to show they don't they don't highlight those things because I like to look. I like to look at myself as somewhat as of a music connoisseur, and i didn't know that and I know a lot of obscure random music facts that a lot of people mm-hmm. don't even know and i'm very surprised you <laughs> that was out of left field i didn't expect that one. I had no idea about that so but i gotta give a but i gotta
1: give a shout out to uh Lady Blacksmith Mombazo. they also won. Uh, a grammy way back when and if i don't shut them out i'm not doing my service as god as number, number one. one
0: blogger talk to him i love it i love mm-hmm. it i love it i love it so with with everything that's being said you know we covered a lot of topics in this in this segment i gotta ask an age old question for my africans and my nigerians and i think you might know where i may be going with this one Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. Lace your boots up. Lace your boots up. Who's got the best
1: Jalaf? Bro, hands down. You already know, man. You see it on my shirt.
0: But why? You see
1: it in the background.
0: But why? Don't just say gather. Why? You got to tell me why.
1: Okay. You know what? Let me give you a
0: history really quick.
1: Jalaf actually originated in Senegal. And okay. then the thing is, you know how it is, is that every country is going to perfect it. But now that being said, the reason why I say Ghana, everybody thinks it's a biased opinion. I've had Niger Jollof, and I've also had Ghana Jollof. But the thing is, it's like, Charlie, hey. how,
0: sweet,
1: <laughs> how sweet Ghana Jollof tastes. Tell em. And just how we add, you know, different meats to it. Charlie, it does. Du- it doesn't give you an orgasm. Put it this way. Nigel Joloff does not give you an orgasm in your
0: mouth the way Ghana Jolof will give you. Yo, you know, I got to say it like it is, man. <laughs> now I want to touch into, before we kind of wind this up, I want to ask you, what are, what are, what are, some, what are some of, what are some of the new things happening in Africa that you think people who who don't normally pay attention or people of African descent that don't necessarily live in Africa. What are some of the things going on in Africa that you think our viewers and just people in general should know?
1: To tell you the truth, I wouldn't say that there is a lot new. What I will say is that there is more of a shedding of the light of actually what's going on. One thing I could definitely say too, that's happening in the background that people don't see is in Ghana, there is um, a car manufacturer by the name of Kantanka Motors.
0: Yes. And
1: mating Dana cars are a big deal, but people don't see these things. Like they make regular sedans all the way to SUVs. Like it's luxury cars. And the beautiful thing about it is um, the CEO of the company is actually the son of a uh, pastor. He's he's the apostle basically, and the son is basically running the show. And the beauty is, every single year he basically puts on like a um, uh, a car show, mm-hmm. and the way he does the presentations are like literally Steve Jobs Apple presentations. Like it is I've beautiful. Heard.
0: Is this is this the guy that they're saying he's the he's the Tesla of Africa type type energy? Or is, does he is he doing um because i believe there's also someone else who's doing electronic cars too down there. Oh, i think who you're referring to is that young
1: 18-year-old yes, guy. That's that who i'm literally talking. literally just graduated from um, high school. Yes. And yes. he created a car that literally looked like a Lamborghini. Yeah, i seen that.
0: I seen that. With
1: little to nothing. And I know. That really just goes to show you in this world, it's not how much money you have, but it's how much brains you have that will allow you to excel in life.
0: I definitely agree with that. And I hope this interview segment gave our viewers more insight into some of the things they didn't know about Africa and Ghana. So on final thoughts, where, oh, you have, you have any, any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, actually, I just wanted to throw out too, like the big deal is the content creation market in Ghana, like it's huge. Like there's even a guy that has come out that has been, you know, really, really pushing a lot of his content on YouTube. I want to give a shout out to Dr. Like, that guy has shout been killing him. the scene. Um, a lot of people don't realize that, you know, when you look at film, he's been in film for a long time, but. You know when they typecast you basically for one role over and over again? Yeah. So he decided, let me change the narrative and let me do a lot of different things. They used to typecast him as a gangster in movies. But the thing is, you really didn't see the true essence of his acting until you see in his comedic style. He's put on a lot of guys like 3940, shout out to Chichiku. shout out to, you know. The list goes on. Shout out Mm -hmm. to Amatungo too. And another thing that I will say, too, is there's a lot of innovation going on in Ghana right now, too. I want to even give a big shout out to DJ Lisa Monet. That's from Toronto. People don't even know that. She's out there her. right now. She's out there right now because, you know, COVID and all this stuff. It doesn't make sense for you to be in Toronto. You might as well it's, be on the road making money. It's true. And, you know, she's right in Ghana doing big things, too.
0: Now, that's amazing to see, especially someone from the home team, Toronto doing their thing across the across the pond, not even, well, not even across the pond, across the other side of the globe pretty much. It's just amazing to see that so in final thoughts, where can they find your content? where could people, I definitely make sure I will put your information in the description. Respect. But um, is there anything you want to promote, anything upcoming that you want the viewers to know about, anything of that nature in our final thoughts?
1: Guys, this has been a secret, but I'm putting it out there. Ghana's number one blogger is actually coming out with his uh, own beard care line. Does it make sense for me to have a beard and not have a beard care line? Like It just makes sense. You got to marry the two. It's going to come out in various oils, Various everything. Just stay tuned. You know, the beautiful thing about Ghana's number one blogger is, you know, you can find me on all platforms, but I keep it simple. I've created a hashtag over years ago. Just put in the hashtag G-H-N-O-1 blogger and you will literally find me everywhere on social media. You know, you got to keep it simple. as of You know, as the acronym says, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid.
0: Yep. Just like that. I love that, and that's another interview segment with your host Reno and special guest Gata's number one blogger, and we gone. Boomy D, mommy. Hey! (laughs) If you're looking for any updates regarding our podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at usual underscore podcast, and on Instagram, it's politics as usual cast. Also, for episodes, you can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple